You're listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. If you would like more information or would like to connect with the show, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Here's the Deal podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. You're listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome as we continue our study through the book of Mark. I am joined by my fellow theologian and uh, great graphic novel writer, Luke Chris. Luke, how are you? Doing really good. Um, great, great, great. Um, so, what on exactly is a graphic novel? I hope it's something okay. I don't. To be don't honest, think I think a, it's a just one thing. that has pictures in it. A graphic novel? I just think of it's gra- either it's either a picture book or, or a, a very bad uh, novel. Yeah, very <laughs> that's very graphic. I don't know. Uh, and on today's episode, we have Luke Chris, storybook writer. Storybook writer. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Luke, today we got Mark, Marky Mark. We continue. John Mark. Uh, we start today in Mark chapter 1. We are actually, uh, this is a big mo- uh, moment for us. We are finishing chapter 1 today. Praise the living God. It's only taken four years. <laughs> um, but we... Uh, 2023, we will start our next Bible study. Exactly. Um, and that's just through the second half of Mark. Um, and so <laughs> uh, the end of Mark chapter 1, a, an era comes to an end. So we're at the end of Mark chapter 1. You want me to read it before we get going? Yeah, Mark uh, chapter 1, verses 40 through 45. Mark chapter 1, verse 40 through 45. So basically, just to catch us up, John the Baptist prepares the way. Uh, Jesus steps on the scene. He's baptized. He's tempted in the desert. Um, And then he starts his ministry, calls his disciples, all of this happening in Galilee. And now he is, we are in the, as we've talked about, the proclamation stage of Jesus proclaiming who he is. Um, Not fully. One of, the, one of the themes we've talked about in the Gospel of Mark is the Messianic secret, and that will not be revealed uh, for a long time, for years possibly, considering how long it's taking us to go through this. Yes. Um, but he is proclaiming his power at this point. And now we pick up in Mark chapter 1 with the story of Jesus healing a leper, cleansing a leper. I love that it's titled Jesus cleanses a leper and not Jesus only heals them. It says this, starting in verse 40. And a leper came to him, imploring him and kneeling, said to him, If you will, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he, Jesus, stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. And Jesus sternly charged him and sent him away at once and said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone. But go, show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded for a, proof, for a proof to them. But he went out and began to talk freely about it and to spread the news so that Jesus could no longer openly enter a town, but was out in desolate places and people were coming to him from every quarter. Hmm. So um, I think it's really important to start off. Um, now, leprosy. Um, now, a leper is... They can run from zero to sixty miles an hour in he like has three seconds. A flight, um, and he can heal leopards. Yeah, and so uh, what is leprosy? Luke, also, that's me. a cheetah that can run that fast. Uh, well, nobody knows that. We don't live in Africa. Um, Mars. Actually, Mars. everyone with second grade biology would. Know I that. worked in second Science. grade at Reebok. Keep um, going. So, what is leprosy? Leprosy, uh, basically, in the I think it's much more specified now, but in the first century. In the ancient world, leprosy was basically, there. I think there was like 70-something different skin diseases that they would classify as leprosy. Yeah. So just a deformation of the skin that would 
be that would make a person um it would make them ultimately ceremonially unclean. Yeah, but physically also unclean, physically unhealthy, but also ceremonially and morally unclean. Mm-hmm. But they would also, um, it would stay with them their entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, mo- most of the time when you think about leprosy, you think about it, uh, something like a uh, something on your skin that kind of decays the skin and it yeah. dies. Like, a, like um, uh, what, do they, what do people have on their arms? They have psoriasis, but one that decays your skin and can lead, Much worse. And lo- and lead to the loss of limbs uh, due to bad hygiene and just yeah, genetic just things. Just eat that, away yeah. at you. And so uh, they were, uh, lepers were the people who were the outcasts of society. They actually had to stay uh, 50 paces away from yeah. the next person. And they had a legal obligation obligation that if someone were to come near them, they would have to clean, uh, sing unclean, unclean, unclean. They would have a bell and everything, unclean, unclean, so that people would not come near them. That's the worst. Uh, and, uh, uh, and if they were to come near somebody, it could even be punishable by death. Um, yeah, so to put yourself in the shoes of this man that this story's talking about, hmm. imagine you wake up one morning and you have some kind of deformity on your arm, on your leg. You're horrified and you try to hide it. Yeah, and you try to hide it, and eventually you have to take it before the priest. Yeah. And the priest will determine if it is, you know, just a general wound or a general whatever that may look like. Yeah. Um, but if they if they deem you to be unclean. If they deem it to be unclean, they deem it to be leprosy, immediately you leave your family, you leave your friends, you leave your town, your job, everything. And you're cast out. And you're cast out, and you go to live. And, and basically what you would have been considered is one good as dead. They would have actually considered you to basically be a walking corpse. Mm. Um, they would have, you would have been as good as dead to, all, to everybody. And so you're basically the walking dead um, where you're at right now in your life. That actually was the theme of the walking dead. Those yeah. zombies all had leprosy. Yeah, they're not dead. That's a plot twist. They were just the cast end. out. Yeah, they were just trying to get help, and everybody started killing them. Man, it's rough. <laughs> um, but... Um, you know, so we have this leper on the scene, and he comes to Jesus. He comes to Jesus, which is in itself odd. He's supposed to stay back, yeah. but this leper has heard something about Jesus. He had at least an inkling of faith. And an inkling of faith that, would, that was enough to go to Jesus and not only say, uh, not just hoping, but knowing that he could heal him if he was willing, which I think is really powerful, that he, he, says, he says there in, um, in verse uh, 40, he says, um, the leper came to him, imploring him and kneeling and said to him, if you will, you can make me clean. So if it's your will, God, make me clean. Yeah. And he comes to him. And I think that's just so powerful that he has this faith and he goes to, he goes to Jesus. Um, and, um, I think it's just, uh, this, this moment for this man who, like many of us would go to, go to Jesus when things are like that. Yeah. And he does. Um, and I just love seeing, I love hearing, especially from a guy like Mark, who is brevity is the name of the game for him. Mm-hmm. He puts in exactly the emotions of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, one commentator said that um, Mark is a beautiful picture of the emotional life of Christ, which is odd because it's the shortest gospel. Yeah. But yet he makes the point to show us what Jesus is feeling in that moment. And we see, as we have tried to communicate over and over, again and again throughout these podcasts, that the heart of Christ is one of meekness, of mildness. He is gentle, and he is lowly, and he is kind. And right here we see that when he says he moved moved to compassion, moved to pity. He felt pity for the man. Mm-hmm. I just love to see the heart of Christ 
come through in moments like this. And, I, and I've seen this is that, um, and I was reading, and it said even the wording there of being moved to compassion um, can also be translated moved to anger. And uh, not anger towards the man, but anger towards the affliction of the enemy yeah. on this man physically. I wonder, I don't know this, but I wonder if it's the same language that's used um, in the story of Lazarus yeah. when they say, because we, we immediately think that, by the by, our reading of the story of Lazarus, we believe that when it says Jesus, uh, Jesus moved and Jesus wept and all these things, that he was sad. Yeah, it's solely because he was sad of okay. Lazarus's death. Yeah, but really, that's certainly part of it. But really, what's happening is he is twofold. One, he's he's sad that Mary and Martha and the family they have so little faith. He's moved that they have so little faith yeah. in him. And then also he's moved at the enemy. He's moved that sin has destroyed and he's, he's his seeing, ultimate good creation. He's seeing in his humanity the death of someone that he loves yeah. due to the attack and the manipulation of the enemy. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's I think that's part of it. Um, and I love I love what you say about um, and we talked about this even before the podcast how sin and leprosy um, are almost. Um, two sides of the same coin. Yeah, leprosy is a, is a picture of sin. Yeah, that it goes beyond the skin. Yeah, let me, let me actually read this Yeah, quote. read it, read it, read it. Um, he says this, uh, one commentator says this, he says, when you read the test, he's going through Leviticus 13, which we won't, won't, won't read, but you can go to Leviticus 13 and read some of the uh, rules and laws and uh, cleansing rituals regarding leprosy. Um, and it says like this, like sin, leprosy is deeper than the skin, Right, it makes you not only physically unclean but morally unclean. Yep. Ceremonially unclean. It spreads. It's very contagious. Yep. Um, and it defiles and it isolates the person, and it renders things fit only for the fire. Do you think COVID nineteen is a form of leprosy? Because <laughs> everything you just described, <laughs> um, it. it isolates. It isolates. It quarantines. Um, so, um, so you have this, 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 this disease that's all over you, and, and he instead of. Um, uh, being away, comes near to Jesus, and Jesus' response, he's moved to compassion. What does he do? It says this, moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him and mm. said to him, I will be clean. But the thing is, is that Jesus, Jesus has the ability, we've seen it, where Jesus has the ability to speak and heal people. Yeah. He's done it for I miles. Mean, right now, Hebrews, he's holding the world together through the word of his power. Yeah. He's he's able to heal him and go, hey, bro, you're good. Hey, stay. Hey, just, you know what? In grace, come yeah, 40 he says, paces. What is, the man comes and says, don't even, don't even bring your daughter. Yeah. He's like, go home. She's healed. She's healed. And he has the ability to do that. But even with the leper, he reaches out and touches. He doesn't heal him first. He he reaches out while he is still in his iniquity, his his uncleanliness, all yeah. of that. He reaches out in his poor, pitiful the state. The dirtiest of the dirtiest, Jesus and, touched. And touches him and then heals him. And so I I, I love the the imagery of it, the power of the story and the reality of it, but also the imagery of it is that he did not wait for him to be clean. He yeah. he he went to him to make him clean. Yeah. And, and I, just the, the gent, again, the gentleness of Christ. Mm-hmm. A man that probably has not been touched lovingly touched who knows how long yeah and jesus reaches out against has been rejected has been everyone would have saw that and thought Mm. jesus was insane to touch him yeah and out of love he reached out and touched him and i'll tell you this the best the best visual i've ever seen of this there's a tv show called the chosen um and i just man i love it Um, 
and no, um, the chosen, and they depict this moment. And I'm talking, um, I don't cry. I've only cried at my wedding, and that was it. Um, I don't cry any other time. It was a moment that led me to so much emotion um, that my wife was weeping. It was this beautiful uh, movie, you know, uh, showing of the of Jesus cleansing the leper, and it was so powerful. It just kind of brought. I, when I read this, I see that image yeah. in my mind, and it was just uh, in the in the show. He touches him and he cleanses him, and then for the first time, the man stands up, and Jesus wraps him in a hug as he sobs with gratitude. Mm. And I just picture that that he's not been touched, and now he's embracing the the very person who healed him and yeah. made him whole. And I think that's, um, I man, I think that's so good that. Um, um, that he and, and and we've talked about we even talked about this we about how um, the leper was one who if you touch the leper you then would receive leprosy yeah, it we're was contagious Jesus flipped the script here yeah and 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 instead Jesus touches the leper and the leper receives cleanliness yeah. so kind of the for our listeners uh, kind of the way of ceremonial uncleanliness kind of the way that works uh, the economy of that is. An unclean, a clean person touches something or someone that is unclean. The clean person then becomes unclean. The uncleanliness is transferred yeah. to the clean person. Only uncleanliness is transferable. Yes. It's not if the clean person touches the unclean thing that it becomes clean. Yes. That's not how it works. It was always that if you touch something unclean or defiled, you become unclean and defiled. So for anyone, any clean person to touch this leper would have made themselves unclean. Yeah. That's why, that's a lot of the reason they stayed away from them, not only yeah. the physical, but also the ceremonial. They did not want to become unclean. And we see Jesus, again, upside down kingdom economics. Yeah. He touches the man, and instead of himself becoming unclean, which part of that's also happening yeah. in the greater scheme of things. As he takes on... Because uh, Isaiah place. 53, he is our suffering servant who takes our sorrows, takes our iniquities, yeah. takes our upon sin, himself. shame upon himself. And gives but, cleanliness back. Yes, yeah. but he is giving the cleanliness to the man. The man is cleansed through Jesus' touch yeah. instead of the other way around. And Jesus calls him to then go to the religious leaders um, and go there to be a proof for them um, so that they can go and see, and he can now be welcomed back into the community as someone who is now ceremonially clean, who was previously uh, accursed yeah. and, and sentenced to death. And I love the imagery here. Remember, he was a dead man walking. Yeah. And so even this, socially and economically, he was, remember, just as good as a walking corpse. This is even a resurrection moment yeah. where Jesus brings someone who socially, economically, and, uh, and with their lives is just a walking corpse and brings them and gives them new life. It's just, yeah. there's so much in five verses of the Scripture. I mean, the, the banner over this man's life was stay away. Mm -hmm. And Jesus t touches him, heals him, cleanses him. And I love also what's happening with him, telling him to go to the priest and prove himself to be clean, because he was clean. But to others, he wasn't yet yeah. seen as clean. And what a picture of Jesus, not only showing himself, fulfilling the law in healing him, but also not abolishing it. You know, yeah. I mean? he's, he's telling him, Fulfill the law of Moses. Go show yourself mm -hmm. to be clean. And the only way you could do that was by me. Yeah. And and then you see, he says, "Don't tell nobody." Right? Don't tell Which anybody. Is again, falls right into the messianic secret because he hasn't come. He hasn't primarily come to do miracles. Yeah. He's come to save souls. And and he what he doesn't want is to be the magician down the road. Yeah. He wants to be the one who saves people's souls. But by doing that, there's also signs and wonders. Um, 
But what does the man do? He he goes and he goes in and he starts sharing the the, the story of what Jesus did for him, which is great. But he, which may be the only time that sharing the gospel is a sin. Yeah, he, <laughs> he should he, he disobeyed Jesus. Yeah. Um, and uh, not the best act to do yeah. when you first. Did. So he he goes in, and what happens is is because of him going into the town and doing this, Jesus no longer has the freedom to move freely in and out of the city uh, to go kind of under the radar proclaiming the message because now all he is uh, for many is the one who can heal lepers. He lepers, he can come and he can heal yeah. me and he becomes just the miracle worker instead of the Messiah. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. and so w- what happens? After so that? now, so now that the leper is now in the town with the, with the people and he is clean, where is Jesus? It says this, Jesus no longer open uh, openly entered the town, but was out in desolate places. Out in desolate places. And so it's almost Jesus gives this man new life, new yeah. freedom, and Jesus is beginning to show that now he takes the place of the leper, leper in the desolate place. This is a, a beautiful picture, a beautiful painting of the gospel. Yeah. He is substitution. He's substituting our place. He, he raises this man to new yeah. life. He cleanses him of all his iniquity. And where is Jesus left at the end? He is left on the outside, taking the rightful place of the man who is the leper. Again, Isaiah 53, he yeah. is taking fully our iniquities upon himself. And yeah. we see that in this man, that he takes his place and gives him new life, new cleanliness. Yeah, and heals the leper. It's really good. Yeah. Um, and um, that is that is a truth that we're going to see not only here, but even more so in the Scriptures um, as we dive deeper and deeper into the book of Mark. Um, and so we encourage you, um, cling to Jesus. Walk with Jesus. Go deeper in your walk with Jesus. I'm telling you, um, he, he alone is the one who can heal. He has given new life, and he has given you a new life to walk in and a better way to walk in. Yeah, and he's kind. And he's, he's and he's kind and he's gentle. Even when your disease or your struggle or your sin seems so horrendous that would cast you out, that people have cast you out or thought or, or think nothing of you, whatever that may be, the Lord takes thought of you cares for you and wants to multiply his wondrous deeds in you yeah. and his grace that abounds in you. And so he can and heal. also, just a last little encouragement, and this convicts me, who, like, who are the people that Jesus cares for? Yeah. The, the outcasts, that, the oppressed. The people we lock our doors when we yeah. know they're around. Yeah. Um, love like Jesus and love the people like Jesus loved. And so I think that's really good. Five verses, guys. Five verses. Walk with Jesus Read the book of Mark. Um, It's good for you. And that's five verses that can be um, encouraging to your day, but also can be incredibly convicting and helping you walk with Jesus. Hey, we love you guys. Uh, We're thankful for you. Um, And so just be checking out. We've got new guests coming soon, some really great guests. And uh, we'll continue on our study through Mark. Thanks for listening.